Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, August 23rd, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. Ashley is still on vacation up in Stephen King country, which will become more coincidental here in the next few minutes. And James is seeing Make Believe at Second Stage on Thursday night, which is also a bit coincidental in its own right, because yesterday the company announced that it would be extending the play by Bess Wall by a week. It will now run through September 22nd. I am sure that James et al. will be letting you know their thoughts about the show on Sundays this week on Broadway. Okay, let's get on to the rest of the news. Yesterday, we got some news about a new Broadway show, which James and I talked about earlier this week, but I think he might have cut out of the edit. I can't remember at this point. I have about as much memory as I do here these days. But anyway, the Olivier Award-winning clown show, Slava's Snow Show, will be coming back to Broadway for a holiday engagement from November 11th through January 5th at the Stephen Sondheim Theater. The show was last on Broadway for the 2008 holiday season. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this show, which seems to tour widely during the holidays, it is a group of Russian clowns, literally Russian clowns, that have a variety of bits all centered on snow. It originally debuted at the Edinburgh uh, uh, Fringe Festival back in the mid-90s and has been seen across most of the country, if not the world at this point. In fact, it made a stop here in Orlando back in uh, February of 2015. Let's just say that it wasn't the worst thing that I've ever seen. But, um, anyway, I'll throw my Broadway World review into the show notes if you're curious enough to read it. Uh, we still don't know what's going to be playing at the Sondheim in the spring, but now that this announcement is out in the world, hopefully Roundabout won't keep us waiting too, too long to let us know what's going to be occupying the house come 2020. Next up, to something just slightly less horror-inducing than Slava's Snow Show, <laughs> on Thursday, our friend Mark Hirschberg reported in Forbes about something that I had mentioned earlier this week that James may or may not have edited out, who can tell anymore, but that is that Evo Van Hova is collaborating with Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime Tony-winning playwright Simon Stevens to bring a stage adaptation of Stephen King's The Shining to London's West End before coming to Broadway. According to King's biographer, while the book was a huge success in 1977, and Stanley Kubrick's film adaptation three years later was an even huger success, the story was originally conceived as a play and was structured to fit into five acts like a Shakespearean tragedy. Mark's article doesn't give us a timetable, but we shouldn't expect to see it in London at least until next spring, as Evo has West Side Story coming to Broadway in just a few months here, and that will keep him occupied through early January. The last few times as we mentioned, I think, on the show earlier this week that Stephen King has been adapted to the stage, whether that was with Carrie or Misery or in a show that he wrote himself along with John Mellencamp called Ghost Brothers of Darkland County. None of them have been exactly big successes, which Mark chronicles in his articles. But with this type of creative team behind it and this type of material, I can only imagine that this will be a super interesting production. Whether it's successful or not, who knows? But I, I think I'd bet on Evo at this point. Moving on, on to something that we actually have some concrete dates for. Yesterday, City Center Encores announced the initial casting for their upcoming season. As they did when they stole the show at last season's Hey, Look Me Over, Douglas Sills and Alexandra Soka will lead Jerry Herman and Michael Stewart's Mac and Mabel from February 19th through the 23rd. Then from March 18th through the 22nd, listen to this team, Victoria Clark, Kate Baldwin, and Brian Stokes Mitchell will lead Love Life by Kurt Vile and Alan J. Lerner. 
We already knew about the third production of the season, and that will be an updated Thoroughly Modern Millie, directed by Lear de Bessonnet and starring Ashley Park from May 6th through the 10th. But we also learned that Camille A. Brown will be choreographing, again, another phenomenal team coming together for an encore show. And I know I feel like we say this for any really good encore show, but with Lear, Ashley, and Camille doing this updated Thoroughly Modern Millie that will hopefully uh, not be as uncomfortably awkward now that Lauren Yee, the playwright and Lauren Yee, is a creative consultant on it. Um, hopefully this is something that we might see on Broadway at some point because I, I love me some Millie. Anyway, that casting and those teams are all absolutely fantastic all the way around. But another fantastic thing we learned last night when Michael Riedel broke the news in the New York Post that Gerard Alessandrini will be bringing Forbidden Broadway back to New York in less than a month. The New York staple that lampoons Broadway's best and brightest will be back with a new edition, Forbidden Broadway colon The Next Generation, for a 10-week run at the Triad starting on September 18th. The show will apparently set its sights on Bette Midler, The Cher Show, and the Tina Turner musical, King Kong, Lin-Manuel Miranda, the current revival of Woke Lahoma, Dear Evan Hansen, and one of its always traditional favorite targets, Disney musicals. Another thing that um, Riedel mentioned in his article separately was that the musical Passing Through, which ends its run at East Haddam, Connecticut's Goodspeed Opera House this weekend, should be coming to New York sometime next year, so keep an eye out for that. But um, obviously super excited about Forbidden Broadway. The last time Allison Andrini decided to bring a short run for a show to the triad, it ended up running not only in New York for a couple years, but around the country as well, and that was Spamilton. I think it was only supposed to be like 18 performances at the triad, and then it just kept extending and extending. Hopefully, this edition of Forbidden Broadway does equally as well, because... New York theater is always better when Forbidden Broadway's around. Okay, two final quick stories before we send you on your merry way for the weekend. But first, the York Theater announced its 2019 musicals in Mufti Slate, and all three of the shows will be by Cole Porter. We will be getting 50 Million Frenchmen from September 28th through October 6th. Then the decline and fall of the world is seen through the eyes of Cole Porter from October 12th through the 20th. And Panama Hattie from October 26th through November 3rd. You know, I feel like this is a, a lot of work for the York to uh, put a whole, together their whole season just to support Harry Connick Jr. Dash, a celebration of Cole Porter live on Broadway from the Nederlander Theater. But who am I to judge? Everyone loves Harry, so... And speaking of that, I've heard some rumors about Harry Connick Jr. that if they come out, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, that would be uh, a really interesting bit of razzle-dazzle that I'd like to see. Anyway, finally, in kind of a weird story to actually just hear the words come out of my mouth, but yesterday, Signature Theater announced casting for Anna DeVere Smith's Fires in the Mirror. We already know that Sahim Ali is directing the show from October 22nd through November 24th at the Signature Center, but it's just so weird because normally Anna DeVere Smith writes and performs all of her own shows all by herself, but in this case, Michael Benjamin Washington will be the performer bringing this revival off-Broadway. I think this is really interesting, just that there's someone other than Smith and that it's a man doing the show. Um, but I'm sure it will only bring another element to the production. And if someone is able to take on a show by Smith where she 
not only plays multiple characters, but changes herself physically and vocally to be those other characters who are all based on real life people that she's interviewed. Um, I think that it's just super special and, and really interesting to see that somebody else is going to be doing the words that uh, that Smith wrote. The show, which hasn't had a major production since it premiered in New York 25 years ago, tells the true story of the deaths of a black American boy and a young Orthodox Jewish scholar in the summer of 1991, underlying racial tensions in the nestled community of Crown Heights, Brooklyn, which eventually erupt into civil outbreak. Obviously, this is a very timely story and one that I think will be very poignant and I would not be surprised if it ends up running a little longer than is originally scheduled but the initial run of the show is only $35 thanks to Signature's ticket initiative so you can get those tickets now I'm very excited to hear how this is and I might just need to figure out a way to fit this into my schedule in November but anyway that's all the news I've got today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt James and company will be back on Sunday with This Week on Broadway. If you have a second, head over to wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a rating and review. I know I've been saying it for a couple weeks now, uh, but it is super important that we can help people find us with uh, uh, those nice five-star ratings. It means a lot to us, uh, and I know it'll make James feel better. So uh, if you can do that, spare us some time before you head into the weekend. It would be much appreciated. Have a great Friday, everybody, and we'll talk to you again on Monday.